I don't care what this takes. I don't care if I need to go and hold calling people in New York while I live in California. Like I'm gonna make this thing work. I just happen to have the luck of being able to do it in my own backyard. But if you don't have that luck, if you don't have that opportunity, then you go find a place to do that if you want it bad enough. Welcome to the Next Level Income Show, where it's our goal to take your income, your investments, and your life to the next level. I'm your host, Chris Larson. If you haven't yet, get a copy of our book for free at our website, nextlevelincome.com. That's www.nextlevelincome.com. Just click on the book link and I'll even send you a copy if you put your address in. On today's show, we have Kyle Stanley. Kyle is an Airbnb operator out of Fresno, California. And although he's been doing Airbnb since 2015, he didn't truly turn it into a business until May of 2019. When Kyle learned he could operate Airbnb in homes that he didn't even own, he realized that he could scale the business quickly. In under 18 months, Kyle went from one listing to 25 listings, netting over $20,000 per month. Now, three years into the business, Kyle has over 60 properties, nets an average of over $60,000 a month while spending only three hours a week in his business. With the extra time, he now teaches others to replicate his path. I've even bought his own course myself with my own money, used his own strategies as well. He has a YouTube and podcast called The Fearless Investor. Kyle, welcome back to the show. Chris, so awesome to be back. Been a couple of years. I know, I know. And so you're you're one of my favorite podcast episodes because it's so easy to remember the number. Episode 50 was the one you were on <laughs> for the first time. Five zero. Um, Where are we at now? Know, what number is this? You're gonna be uh, about a, what are we what are we gonna up? Oh, I gotta check now. I think you're 114. Okay. So, nice. Um, yeah. So we're uh we're getting up there. But listen, if you're listening in today. Go back and listen to episode 50. I mentioned to so many people that are starting out in the short-term rental business to check out Kyle Stanley's YouTube page, to check out episode 50, because I found Kyle. We got connected. I bought your course, Kyle. I watched it. I listened to it. I did everything. My wife and I have two short-term rentals, which we were just talking about before the show, which have done phenomenally well here in Asheville. And I would go back and buy that course over again for for twice the money without question. That's awesome. Well, good. We're doing something yeah. right then. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. And what we're going to do is talk about how other people can do even more stuff right in the in the short-term rental business because, you know, a, a couple things I want to talk about today. One, it's amazing. I meet so many people who do short-term rentals. My sister, for instance, friends. I don't know anybody that I meet that says, oh, I'm doing all these things that you're already doing, Kyle, and that you teach people how to do. So I'd love to talk about some tips and tricks that people can use to optimize their business. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the state of the market because a lot of people are saying, hey, Airbnb, short-term rentals, like they're done. Like it's peaked. You know, it's not going to work anymore. Um, it's 2022. We're post-pandemic. You know, what do you say to that, Kyle? I, I say that there is a market for everything if you know what you're doing, um, right? Like, well I mean, said. we when I first started in real estate, it was with flipping and wholesaling. And I started in 2019 when the market was, you know, going up, up, up. And everyone who was a hobbyist was like, all the deals are gone. They're done. There's no deals out there. And year one, I made six figures for and and I wholesaled even I even accidentally wholesaled a piece of land that year too and so like and, and I had never made six figures in my life most I ever made was seventy five thousand dollars just grinding doing all these different businesses that never amounted to much and so and and I I really 
just ignored the noise. And I, and I zeroed in on who really knows what they're doing. And there was a guy in my backyard, his name is John Bustamante, who was doing about $500,000, $600,000 a year in flipping. And I was like, all right, this guy knows what he's doing. And, and that's the exact advice that he told me. He's like, you know, you're, you've got to listen to the noise. You got to go and you got to focus on what you can control. Are there less deals? Yeah, but can you still make great money? Absolutely. So it's the same thing to me in short rentals, Chris. Right now, like two years ago, I could get a, you know, a house that looked like it was built in the 1980s and never renovated, sit on Airbnb, you know, have a shoestring budget for furniture and be making, you know, 3x what the the rent is. Now that same house, if I wanted to make 3x the rent, I've got to renovate it a little bit. I've got to put the good furniture in there. I got to be a super host. I've got to know what I'm doing. I've got to use the right tools. I've got to just know what I'm doing. And so that's where I think people, you know, are are getting discouraged is they they have one house and they're thinking, oh, I'll just go ahead and post it on Airbnb. And they don't have any success because they have zero idea what they're doing. They're just like a flipper or a wholesaler that's going and putting in offers on properties that they don't even know the numbers on. And they're surprised when they go lose money on a flip. It's because they don't know what they're doing. So that's the long story short to, to your question is as, you, as long as you have a plan and you know what you're doing, just ignore the noise. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I think, you know, what I always tell people is go find somebody that's done what you want to do yeah. and emulate them. You know, don't, don't talk to your friends and say, Hey, is it, is this a good idea? Cause half your friends don't know anything about what you're talking about. And then the other half, you know, maybe half of that, those half say, Oh, this is a good idea. And the other half say, Oh, it's a bad idea, you know, cause they have that experience. So you need to find somebody who's done what you're doing. And then, you know, you make a great point. You know, people say, well, how, how is, you know, how's the short-term rental business? I said, it's great. You know, home oh, must take a long time. You must spend a lot of time cleaning. I'm like, we don't spend any time cleaning or doing any of this stuff. I'm I think the, <laughs> no, I think no. the big mistake people make is they jump in, but they don't treat it like a business. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I was just on a coaching call with someone right now and I said, if you treat this like a, a hobby, you will lose money. And if you treat this like a business, you will make a lot of money. Um, and you know, the reason we got to this conversation is because this guy was like, hey, I can see this being a way for me to, you know, in my couple hours a week, put some time into it and maybe have a better living situation. And, and it's like, well, that's, that's not a business. That's, that's a hobby. And so we have to really decide from the get-go, is this something that we need to make work? right? That need creates a lot of urgency and a lot of, uh, a lot of those things like roadblocks now become road bumps. Hey, my city doesn't allow it. Okay. So what? Go to the next city. That one doesn't allow it. Okay. Go to the next city. Find You find that location or you find that loophole, right? That allows you to be able to stay in that city um, so that you can, you make money or at least have a foundation for a business and then grow up from there. When I started in short-term rentals, I was lucky enough to have a city that I could just see how it goes. But if I would, if I were to turn back the, pl- the clock and see all the things that I saw, like what did I see in short-term rentals in the beginning? I saw that I didn't have to own the property. I saw for very little capital, I could start a business that would create more potential passive income than anything that any of my real estate friends were doing. I saw all these things. I saw the, be- the ability to be able to systematize and, and really do things for my computer and not have to be there and do the cleaning we talked about. I saw all these things straight from the get-go 
that when, when I saw that, I was like, I don't care what this takes. I don't care if I need to go and cold calling people in New York while I live in California. Like I'm going to make this thing work. I just happen to have the luck of being able to do it in my own backyard. But if you don't have that luck, if you don't have that opportunity, then you go find a place to do that if you want it bad enough. Yeah. I think that's a great point. I think the first thing you said is you really have to come up with your why, like what's your big Mm -hmm. why driving you, you know, do you want to, you know, be able to take your son to his bike race? Like I'm going to be doing after this podcast or coach their team. Um, You know, do you want to be able to travel with your family? I got to go to the beach a couple of weeks ago, my in-laws, I I worked from there You know, I kept up with everything and I got to hang out with my kids at the beach and, and do different things. And I'm friends with you on social media, Kyle. I know you were living an amazing lifestyle with your new wife. Um, and you're really, you really show it how it's done. And it's, it's that big why that drives it. Um, but yeah, the other thing is, you know, don't, don't be afraid if the strategy you pick doesn't work right in your hometown. Yeah. Right. Um, and I know you teach different strategies where you can, you could be, um, in another town. You also mentioned something you said, I can do this without owning the property mm-hmm. for, for people that haven't heard ab- about you. Listen to that original podcast. You have a strategy where people can do a short-term rental, can have an Airbnb or, or VRBO and not own the property. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So currently our portfolio is knocking on the door of 70 units, somewhere between 65 to 68. <laughs> I've lost track, uh, but we, We've got um, amazing. Yeah, thank you. We, we've got about eight I own, and then the rest are other people's properties. So there's two different ways that we can do you that. You only own eight of the yes. sixty-eight ish. Yes, exactly. Wow, exactly. So um, the first one, which is the most popular, it's called rental arbitrage, master leasing. There's a few different names for it, but you just go to the landlord and say, "Hey, Mrs. Landlord, I'm going to be your best tenant. I'll give you the guaranteed rent." And you just need to allow me to do this as a short-term rental out of your home. Here's all the benefits of your home is going to be in much better condition with me than it is with other tenants. By the way, I just ended a lease with two apartment complexes and exiting both of those. They said, this is some of the best condition places that we've seen. Like there was a couple scuffed paint marks and that was about it. And, and like, yeah, I mean, we're going to give you a much better return product because we need to be at top notch for our guests in order for them to have a great experience. So that's some of the benefits. And and so with rental arbitrage, if I lease it and then I sublease it out on short-term rental platforms like Airbnb, VR, Furnish Finders, or uh, any other sites like that, I'm keeping all the profits. So if I rent it for $2,500 and I've got another $500 of expenses, but I lease it out and I make call it $200 a night and I'm almost hundred percent booked. That's, that's two, you know, 2,500 to $3,000 net profit that I get to keep in my pocket. Um, so, and we have properties like that, that are doing that kind of profit. And the only amount that we have to invest is the furniture, the security deposit and first month's rent, right? It's as easy yeah. as that. So um, that's the first one. The second one, which is where I really took off my business and scaled this thing quickly was through the co-hosting model, which is just a glorified name for managing short-term rentals. I'm not a property manager. I'm a short-term rental manager. So what I do is I take a property from, let's say, Chris, you tell me, hey, I've got a property sure. in Asheville and I want it as an Airbnb, but I, I don't want to touch any of it. I want to have the experts do it. I'm going to be the expert that comes in 
and I'm going to get all the furniture for you. I'm going to get all the consumable items, all the things to make it the best Airbnb in the area. You're going to pay for all that. And then I'm going to manage the day to day and take a percentage of what I produce for you. 20 to 25% of the gross revenue. So if I if I make you $5,000 of that property, I'm going to take the first thousand to $1,200 as profit for myself, which that way is you can blow up a business overnight doing it that way. Because I'm telling you right now, you get a lawyer, doctor, you get someone who has properties or multiple properties, you get them a win they're going to go tell all their friends or they're going to go say, okay, tenants, get out of all my houses. I'm all these over to Kyle to manage. So um, that's, that's why we were able to, to grow so quickly. Yeah. That's a win-win. Yeah. And if you're listening, that's a great way. Like go find somebody that does what you're doing and then partner with them and, yeah. and make it happen. You can, you can do that. Um, it's also a great way for somebody that says, Hey, I want to try this out and see how it works, but maybe, maybe they're not ready to do it themselves. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I would yeah. say that's a good, yeah. good way of putting that. Yeah. And look, I will tell you, we have two we only have two short-term rentals because we looked at expanding, but we still run it like we have 20. And, you know, these are, these are strategies that I've learned from you. We have, we have coaching clients that have done that. Um, you know, I made some mistakes. You know, I see people that make mistakes. What are the big mistakes aside from not treating this like a business, Kyle, that you see yeah. out there and, and uh, they're like, all right, they just have a bad taste in their mouth and say, oh, this is a horror story. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I'm literally releasing a video here later this week called the three top mistakes for Airbnb hosts. Um, and real quick, where, where can the audience find that? Cause you have a terrific YouTube channel. Yeah. The fearless investor is the name of our YouTube channel and podcast. Uh, you could find all of that at our website, which is just fearlesskyle.com. Um, fearlesskyle.com. I would say the Major mistakes when starting out, first of all, are not knowing how to evaluate a deal. So if you have no idea how to evaluate your market, how to evaluate a deal, um, especially if you're buying a property, right? You want to go out and you want to buy a property for the sake of an Airbnb, you don't have an expert on your side giving you an opinion of how it's going to do. You've got to rely on your ability to say, well, what are others in the area making? And What's good data? What's bad data? What's what's you know a way for me to really know how much it's going to get per night and what's the occupancy going to be? And that takes uh, some practice. That takes just like if I'm going to go try to get an ARV for a house. Took I remember when I first was doing ARVs for houses. Man, I was sitting there like frustrated. I'm pretty good at math, so like it was taking me an hour to to do that. And then you know eventually I got it down to a five minute process. Same thing with Airbnb. Takes you a little bit of time probably going to feel like it's taking a lot of time. And then eventually you're going to have it down to a five minute process. But uh, that's the first thing. Most people just don't have any clue on how to be able to do that. That's something that we teach in our course. Um, the next thing I would say is going off of either a shoestring budget or thinking you have to spend way too much money on furniture. There is a return on income and there's a, a ceiling, I would say at some point for most areas you know, unless you're just really getting like the the coolest couch ever in the world. And like, you know, it's the race car one that all the kids are going to love. And you're doing this for like, you know, families. Most of the time, the, the $2,000 couch compared to the $5,000 couch is not going to photograph that much different. But the $500 couch to the $2,000 couch makes a big difference. So knowing where spot, that, yeah. yeah, knowing knowing kind of that, that in between of what's the sweet spot 
Yeah. And then the last thing is just having a really good pre-screening process so that you don't have nightmare guests coming into your house and destroying it, uh, pissing off the neighbor and, you know, eventually getting you and in, into some trouble. So I would say those are the top three things that come to mind for me right now. No, I think those are great. And, you know, touching back on one of the points you made earlier, I've had, I've had long-term rentals. Um, you know, we've had the short-term rentals. Um, we, we buy, mo- we have mobile homes we own in our mobile home parks, apartments, all this stuff. And what I can tell you is our Airbnbs are spotless in between guests. And yeah. if there is any issue they're they're like, Oh, Chris, sorry, we broke a, you know, we broke a glass. It's yeah. like, okay, that costs a dollar, you know, and they're happy right. to give it to you. And you get, and what a lot of people don't know, you know, this Kyle, but you get a deposit, you get their credit card on deposit. So yeah. It is, it is amazing because long-term, so I'll, I'll give a quick horror story to compare and contrast. My stepfather has a property here in Asheville. Renters moved out. Well, there was a leak that they had underneath the dishwasher for months. Mold grew. They had to rip out the floor. Yeah. Yeah. They had to rip out the floor. They had to do mold remediation, replace it, do it. My, my stepfather, he, he was out, he was without rent for months. He had to go through the process with the insurance company to try to you know, get that. It was, it was a disaster, but when people live there for a long time, they can have an issue that, that festers and grows. Whereas our cleaners, they come in, our team comes in and they're like, Hey, we noticed that, you know, there's, I don't know, a couple spiders or something. Yeah. And you know, you're like, Oh, okay, we'll just take care of that. And well, it doesn't, and, it doesn't go months talk- and months. Yeah. Let, let's talk about an actual horror story though. I had, yeah, let's hear it. Yes. The worst one that we've had so far as a guest, uh, they, the mom booked, but she booked for, uh, we believe it was her son, um, and just let her son go there. Well, the son and his friends stole every single thing out of the house, except for the furniture. So the sheets, the silverware, the pots, the pans, the towels, everything. It was over about thousand dollars. Um, wow. Airbnb paid us all back for that. You know, we, we showed them all of the receipts. We showed them the, the proof at the, person on the ring doorbell, literally shoving towels into their pocket as they're leaving, um, along with all the other things, you know, so when you have that kind of proof and you can show that to Airbnb, uh, they have the air cover, which, yep. you know, yep. it, it can be a headache, but, but it, if you do it right, you're going to get reimbursed. Oh, that's one proud mom there that, uh, oof, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are the, you know, there's, I love, I love seeing the updates from um, Airbnb, like at the beginning of the year, they talk about the, you know, you know, the, um, you know, the, the trends, the demand, sure. those things. What are you seeing, Kyle? So for 2022, you know, as we go into the back half of the year, mm-hmm. um, what are you seeing as some of the trends that have changed in the past, you know, two, three years since you started? Yeah. Uh, we already kind of talked about one, you know, you used to be able to just throw a house up on Airbnb yep. and make money. Um, now it's a little bit more than that. Um, so the trends that I can see on that, just so you know, here in Fresno, all of our quote unquote average properties yep. have been down about 17% on occupancy. Okay. So your but average our, properties are down. Okay. Yeah. But I would say our top 10 to 20% properties are not only maintaining the same occupancy, but they're getting higher rates than they were a year ago. Um, you know, for example, we have one that is a, I mean, it's a killer place here in Clovis, California, three bedroom, three bath with a pool. It's got a swing set. It's got a playhouse in the backyard, really nice furniture. 
house uh, or a fire pit with a barbecue. I mean, that thing is decked out last month. It did $12,000 in one month. And in Clovis, nice. California, you're like, wait, did what? Like that's, that's not supposed to happen in Clovis, California. Uh, meanwhile, in Bass Lake, where we're also located, um, you know, we've got properties this year, we're doing $20,000 in the month of July that again, did $20,000 in the month of July, nice. while other properties that were, you know, they didn't have room. They didn't have the boat slip. They didn't have the lake views. They didn't have the, the really, really nice furniture. You know, they, they struggled. So we have more competition. Again, I like to compare it to wholesalers, right? When you have more wholesalers going out there, trying to find the deals, you're going to have more competition. So you have yourself different from the rest. The reason that the top three to five wholesalers in our town have remained the top wholesalers in our town is because of relationship. It's because of how they carry themselves. It's because they follow through and they do what they say. Um, and so it's the same thing for us. Like if we can create an amazing experience for our guests, get a relationship with that guest where they want to come back again and again, then right now we become different than the competition. Now they're going to go on there and they're not just going to for a place, they're going to look for which place is hosted by Kyle. I want to stay with him and his team again. Yeah. Um, and I can also start to capture emails as come into our places so that we can start directly um, marketing to those guests once they leave and say, hey, come back and you know book directly with us and, and we'll be able to you know host you again for a discount. And when we can do those things and create loyal guests, now we can have an opportunity to, to, to put our our head above water compared to the rest of the market. So here's what I think. Can, yeah. can I kind of give you just a forecast of what I think might happen here? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's shine up that crystal ball. So obviously when we see these trends of like, well, you got to be really good and you got to know what you're doing and you know, it's going to scare a lot of people. Well, there's probably about 95% of people listening to this right now. that are like, this is cool, but that sounds like a lot of work. Well, there's a lot of people that a year ago say that they just said, this seems really cool. I'm going to get started. And now they're realizing it's a lot of work. Are those people going to stick with it? Probably not. There's always going to be this like five top five to 10% top of the layer that they're going to stick around. They're not going anywhere. And then there's this about 90 to 95% of people that are just in and out. We're in a period right now where a lot of people got in. And I think we're about to hit a period where a lot of people are going to get out. Uh, and for that, that's when people that that are not listening to the noise make the most money, right? 2008 happens and everyone stopped being real estate agents. They stopped being mortgage lenders. They stopped buying houses. They stopped selling houses and or, or they just focused on it. And, and what happened? There was a small amount of people that came in and they were able to dominate the market. So I think that's going to be what happened across the nation here is that a lot of people are going to come in that know what they're doing or want to know what they're doing and take advantage of a mass exodus from the wannabes. That, that's no, personally what I think is going to happen. I, I, I do not disagree with you. And I would even layer on the incre increase in property prices mm -hmm. will lead to yes. an exit opportunity for those people that said, hey, I'm going to buy this $500,000 property and Airbnb it. Now it's worth, you know, $750,000 two years later. And they're like, well, this is a pain in the butt. I can just sell it and make a couple hundred grand and, and, and walk away. Mm -hmm. um, whereas if they were stuck in it, you know, if prices were stagnant or down, then, you know, they say like, I'll just try to make it work. Um, but yeah, a lot of people like single family rentals, they do the same thing. Um, 
I think, no, I think those are, those are great. Um, so, uh, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your course here, Kyle, but one of the things I've learned from you, um, and this is what I, I love to, this is why I love to keep up with your YouTube channel is I was telling, a, uh, actually one of my friends, he has a landscaping business and was buying, we were walking to my property and I was telling him about it. And he's like, well, isn't that, you know, isn't it hard? And I said, well, no, you treat it like a business. And yeah. I said, in our apartments, we have a pricing system, just like hotels. And I said, we also use a pricing system. that's very similar. We have automated messaging systems and automated scheduling systems and, um, technology has exploded in this space yeah. over the past several years. Share a little bit about the, the technology that, that you've seen, the new technology, as well as what you prefer to use in the space, Kyle. Yeah, well, it, it's funny the timing of all of this because VRBO has made a lot of changes recently. And there's you a lot- You were not of, a fan of VRBO before. Uh, right? I, I, I think that when it doesn't matter what I'm a fan of, I have to be a fan of whatever is bringing in money. And so now VRBO- Notice the RBO has done a lot more uh, advertising. You turn on TV. And they have see, Verbo. A, yeah. 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 You see a lot more of these ads. And so for that reason, yeah. a lot of people are jumping on to the VRBO train as well. And so we have to go where our clients are going to be hanging out at. And so if they're hanging out at RBO, I got to, I got to be on there. So my, my thing about VRBO though, is they've made a lot of changes with collaboration of these uh, these other technologies. And now these technologies are trying to catch back up with VRBO. Um, gotcha. So we call PMS's property management systems. A lot of them have had difficulties right now with VRBO. So usually mm. I would say, hey, hospitable is the way to go. But there's a lot of complaints from people with hospitable uh, because their auto messages are not going out on VRBO. Ooh, so, yeah. and hospitable in the past, to catch everyone up, uh, auto messaging and uh, auto assigning to tasks based on when things are being booked, uh, super affordable. And I'm hoping that they will catch back up to VRBO, but uh, we've actually directed a little bit more towards HostAway now. And uh, HostAway is really, I would say it's more for the person like yourself, Chris, you've got two, I wouldn't recommend HostAway. If you've got three or more, or you want to build this into, you know, five and 15 20 properties or more host away is a better, uh, tool because it's so gotcha. customized and you can, you can do all the same as hospitable. Plus, especially if you're doing co-hosting, you can create profit and loss statements right there on that oh, cool. on host away. Yeah. Um, so I have a, 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 a affiliate link for anyone that is wanting that, um, just DM me on Instagram at fearless Kyle, and I can get you that, that affiliate link and it'll be the $500 onboarding fee that they have. Um, fearless Kyle. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, but my favorite tool, super simple, uh, is, is price labs. And so yeah. with price labs, dynamic pricing, um, you can get a free 30 day trial by going to fearlesskyle.com slash price labs, plus an onboarding training. Um, and you can honestly look at all my YouTube videos. Cause I love price labs. I use it all the time. Yes, you do. Um, I do interviews with the CEO of Labs all the time. And it has made us so much money and taken away so much time that we have to put into our calendar. And I remember when I had literally properties, I was still manually pricing everything. And I look back at that and I'm like, man, I was spending at least 30 minutes a day on my calendar. And I was also probably leaving about 10, 15, $20 per night on the table every single night. 
And, and look, think about, think about this just for somebody that's like, Oh, 10 or 20 bucks, $20 a night, 25 nights a month, $500 a month yep. per property. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking about over 20 properties, $10,000, you know, a that's, month. Yeah. That's, just, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So, um, price labs to me, number one tool that you should have right out of the gate. It's going to help you to understand your market and it creates a lot of data to you can compare uh, to the market. For example, if you're 40% booked for the next 30 days, how do you know if that's good? Maybe that's at market level, maybe that's below, maybe that's above. You can use that data to decide how to be able to change your prices up. And that's why I love Price Labs. So it's just like if you go book a hotel, right? One day it's $90, the next day it's $115. You're like, why did the price change? Supply and demand. That's what dynamic pricing and, and what Price Labs is doing. So fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. You can get a free 30 day trial there. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And just, just watch that video. So listen, if you're listening and you have a short-term rental and you haven't used these technologies that Kyle's just mentioned, check out his YouTube station, check out the reviews. Um, geez, we haven't even mentioned the course. So at the top of the show, I mentioned the Airbnb course, you know, frequent listeners, they're, they're um, used to it, but your course is even better now. I think it's, is this like this, the third iteration, Kyle? If is that right? Or it's, uh, uh like it's, we're, we're, yeah, we're a it's, couple iterations in now. Um, we're, we're always, we're always making changes just yeah. to make it better and, and update the information. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, I would definitely say this is the best version of it. And hopefully every time that we talk, it's the version of it because we're updating it all the time. You get lifetime access to it. And for your audience, Chris, I'm going to give a $500 discount. Um, and awesome. if you want to that link in the show notes, Absolutely. Um, yeah, we got a link here. And then um, what we're also going to do is it will be on the website, nextlevelincome.com forward slash Airbnb. There you um, go. Airbnb. And you can get that that uh, $500 discount on Kyle's course. Yeah. And so it's, it's the STR Kickstart course, and it's literally teaching you how to be able to get properties without owning them. Uh, a little bit of ownership in there, but we're teaching you how to build this into a six-figure business in less than a year by following that method of how to be able to create um, listings owning the property. Um, and usually $14.97, but like I said, $500 off. So $9.97 for your, your crew, as long as they use your link. Yeah. And listen, I when I learned of Kyle, I invited him on the show. I went and bought his course full cost. I was like, I'm going to go buy his course. I'm going to watch it myself and see if this guy's the real deal. And now here we are two years later, Kyle, we had you back on. Um, and we're going to make this a regular occurrence because um, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, this is one of my favorite strategies. So if, if you listen and you're new, you know, a lot of people come to me and they say, Chris, you know, I hear about your syndications. I'd love to invest in a, uh, you know, an apartment or self-storage deal. Um, but I, I'm not, a, I'm not accredited yet where I don't have 50 or a hundred thousand dollars yet to invest in a syndication. What should I do? I say, well, you could buy a house and fix it up. You're talking about like a, you know, fix and flip Kyle and, you know, live in it yourself and turn it over. I think that's a great strategy. I said, but if you really want to make some money quickly, I said, check out Kyle's course, check out what he does. Um, you also, do you still have your um, market analyzer? So if somebody says, Hey, I just want to see if this is realistic before I, I, I buy this course. Um, sure. Do you still have your market analyzer on your website as well? Yeah. yeah the market eval. Yeah. That's yeah. $97. Um, if you just want to, yeah. Try to just yeah. learn how to evaluate a market. If you get the full yeah. kickstart course though, that's part of it. 
Yeah. But you got it. Like that's a must have. If you're even thinking about the Airbnb uh, short-term rental strategy, you, you got to check that out. Um, and Kyle, thank you so much. Thank you for what you do on YouTube. Thank you for your attitude. Um, I think you're an amazing example for our listeners, for somebody, you know, that started out very humble again, listen to his episode 50 podcast, and now you're tremendously successful and you still give so much value to everybody. I really appreciate you being on here and sharing your value again with our audience. Of course, Chris. Thanks so much, man. And hopefully brought some value to someone out there today. Indeed. Thank you, my friend. Hey, Chris here again. I hope you found this episode valuable. Now I have one more thing to gift you. We have a page for my coaching clients where you can get a free copy of my book, as well as much more from previous guests on the show. Just check out nextlevelincome.com slash coaching to get a free copy of my book, audiobook, and much more. I'll send you a copy of my book and cover all the shipping costs as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Also, please like, share, and take just 90 seconds to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts.